Thank you, choir. Every Sunday, so beautiful, uh, beautifully uh, sing. Thank you so much. Today's scripture is taken from Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 to 13. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lambs and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. Then the foolish took their lambs. They took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lambs. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lambs. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lambs are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will be there will, be, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is the word of the Lord. Today's story is about the end time. End time means the end of the world. When Jesus returns, comes again, and as a final judge, final king, and the result will be those will be in the right-hand side, or those, some, will be in the left-hand side. There will be division. There will be separation. So that's, that's what uh, the end time is all about. In today's text, we see that while one group is inside the door, the other group is outside the door. As you know, our church will have seven weddings in this year alone. We, we see Sarah here, the, the first marriage of our church. Congratulations again. Yeah. All the best wishes to you. Seven weddings, think about it. A lot of parties, right, will take place. You don't have to be invited to every wedding, but once you are invited, you will celebrate with the couple wholeheartedly. But in today's text, Jesus is saying that when he comes back to the world, it will be like a wedding party, but not all of them will join the wedding party. In today's text, so-called the wise bridesmaids were invited to the wedding party. I mean, they both invited to the wedding party, but only the wise, so-called wise bridesmaids were able to go into, enter into the wedding banquet. The other five, so-called foolish, left outside, calling the host of the party, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. 
Then the question is, by which criteria this selection was determined? The text is about the end time, and because of that, Jesus said at the end of today's text, he said, keep awake. Was it because then the bridesmaids were not awakened? That is the criteria, determining criteria? We know that that's not the case because everyone, every bridesmaid fell asleep while waiting for the bridegroom. Then what is it that determines this separation? It is the oil. Verse 3 and 4 reads, When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. The more I read about this part, the more I'm convinced that I cannot understand their mentality, the mentality of the so-called foolish. They took the lamp, but no oil with it. I can see something about their mentality and attitude towards anything in life. They are saying, this is how you live your life, as if they know everything. Today we will have a wedding party and I don't think the bridegroom is going to be late. With that mind, they just brought the lamps without oil? Probably. For sure, there was very little amount of oil in that lamp. But that was not enough as if their life attitude, toward, life attitude seems lacking some wisdom. But on second thought, isn't this how we think and act? I can see myself in that so-called foolish bridesmaids. Thomas Merton, a spiritual leader, writes the same kind of thoughts in his book, The New Man. Life is not merely a matter of physical vigor or of health or of the capacity to enjoy oneself. A man can have all this and still be an idiot. That's not my word, he said that. And one who merely breathes, eats, sleeps without ideas of his own is not really a man. Life, in this purely physical sense, is merely absence of death. Such people do not live, they vegetate. What is this oil then? Many scholars ask this question, and there are so many answers and interpretations to this question from the existence of the Bible. Some said, it is the accumulation of your good deeds. You have to build up that like a credits, work righteousness. You gotta build up your own righteousness. Some said, it is the Holy Spirit by which you have lived your life to the fullest. What do you think, my friends? What is this oil to you? In my meditation, I came to understand that this oil is the word of God to me. If the foolish bridesmaids thought vaguely, 
that the world will go around according to their thinking and desire and all that? The, the wise bridesmaids went more, one more step in their thinking. Just one more step. That makes all the difference here. Just one more step in their thinking. They brought not only the lamp, but a flask for extra oil. They did not rely on their wisdom or experience alone, but went one more step in thinking and asking the question like, what is truly needed in this particular situation? What can be truth and love for this particular situation? I think that is, you're seeking the word of God, the wisdom of God. And that's why they actually brought extra oil with them. And this is how it is when we pursue the word of God. Pursuing the word of God will look like this in our actual life. In pursuing the word of God, we hope that my thoughts will be led by God's wisdom, not dwelling in our physical, kind of natural condition, actions and reactions, but just one more step, seeking God's wisdom. What is true and what is love for this particular situation? As you can see by now, I'm asking two questions to know the mentality and attitude of the bridesmaids here. By asking whether they have extra oil or not, we can see their mentality and attitude. And by asking what this oil is all about, we can see their mentality and attitude towards the life. Preparing extra oil means we will bring God's words into our life. This is not just conceptual action. It is your whole existence craving for that, searching for God's words, putting aside my emotions, my greed, my own desire, agenda, my own opinion, but simply one step more asking the will of God and bridging the situation with the word of God. It can be said so easily, but in actuality, it is not that easy because of our nature and because we are so soaked in this world's system and value. It was about 10 years ago. Whenever we approached the end of year, Few KSM committees gather to have a wrap-up party to celebrate the work of the committee's members and to encourage them. Even though it was a purely fellowship event, I should have provided some kind of guidelines or vision for them to anticipate the next new year. But I didn't, I couldn't. As I look back, I was like bringing the lamp, but no extra oil with me. In 2016 and a few weeks in 2017, 
I faced so many changes and challenges. The changes and challenges I never experienced before. That's why it is called challenges, right? And some of them are far exceeding my limitations. I hit the bottom of my kind of thing. Whenever I go through the challenges, how I earnestly hold on to the word of God. Every week, I listen to the Sunday sermon again and again and hold on to the message that was given to me and recite them and be filled by it and be led by it and face the challenges. Remember that few, not few, last year, uh, end of March, when Irene had to go through a surgery, I visited her in, in, when she was in hospital. And I was able to connect that internet, right? And then our website sermon, she listened sermon like 30 times, that, that same sermon 30 times, holding on to that message. God will give you specific message to you, not the same message. But when you have this desire to hold on to that and search for that, God will give you. And only word of God will lead us, go through this challenging time. The sermons of Reverend Inky Kim are always inspirational, very great. But nowadays, the message came to me like, like a lifeline. That's why I need it exactly. The word of God and the message I received from the sermon was, was the strength that I overcame the challenge. I still remember the sermon from the church anniversary Sunday. The text was Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. The God who has guided this church so faithfully for past 20 years will continue to guide us next 20 and 40 more years to come. And I still remember that the very next Sunday, the sermon was about the mysterious work of God based on John chapter 3, where the conversation between Nicodemus and Jesus was recorded. Even though we cannot see God's hands and even though we cannot predict how God will work, we put our trust in God's will and we surrender to God's mysterious work. That's why we can continue this life with confidence. I can go on and on with so many messages that, that came to me. If I did not have these messages, I would not have been able to be here today at this moment. I trust that our God is speaking to you as well and give you particular messages just for you in life and leading you into more deeper level of spirituality these days. When we have God's words that come to us as a reality, a reality, 
And when we have our own authentic messages from God, the door that was closed will be flung open. Not by our own effort, but by God's grace, we can see new doors opening for us. And I want you to experience that grace in your life. Not by your effort, but the message, the word of God in you will lead you and guide you to, to experience that new world in front of you. Just like the confession from Apostle Paul, he said, We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. It is because of God's words and God's messages in us. We will experience the power of the messages that will make us go through the obstacles. From a human standpoint, even though all we can see is despair, but with God's messages in us, we see hope even in despair. And isn't this a kind of salvation? What is salvation? Only at the end of time, we will see God, Jesus Christ as a king and be lifted up in heaven? That's not just salvation. That's not the only understanding of salvation. But salvation can happen to us when we articulate God's message in our ministries or in our relationship. And people can see hope, can see a new thing, if, we can, if they can dream a new dream. I would say that is a kind of salvation. And my friends, the Word of God is not only a power to help us to go through these challenges, but also a light that will shine in the darkness. The background of today's text is night. And this means the lamp and oil are much needed in this specific context. Even though we may walk in the darkest valley, even though we may be surrounded by pitch darkness, God's words will shine like a beam of light and guide us through. A psalmist praises the word of God as light in Psalm 119. Such a famous uh, passage. Your word is a lamp for my feet a light on my path. When the word of God shines from, from us, from within us, people will know that it's from God, not from us. Such pure light will enlighten the heavy laden people around us and comfort them with much warmth. When the bridegroom comes at night, will he know who, who's who? Will our Lord will know who is who? When we have enough oil and the lamp that is burning bright, will he see us and invite us to his wedding banquet? Yes. That's why we cannot share our own our oil 
the authentic messages, God's given wisdom with other people. It is not applicable to others. It is for you alone from God. Until the end time, let us hold on to the word of God and meditate it and articulate the message from it every day. Then even the end time comes anytime, we'll be able to enter into the wedding banquet because the master will recognize us. My dearest friends, let us not build a wall like a foolish bridesmaid. They are foolish because they are stubborn in their thinking, in their emotions, imposing their ways upon others. Moreover, they are foolish because they follow the ways of the world. They are in darkness without the word of God. Whereas the wise people will put aside their agenda, be available for others, and want it to be led by God's messages. If that's the case, if that's the case, how much our God will give his words and his messages to us. Nobody can live this life for you. And we must discover the authentic messages as a person before God. And we must live out that messages. The word of God is so precious. We all know that the word of God is so precious. But the word of God is not far away, but rather very close to us. When we search for life-giving word of God earnestly, like the deer pants for the water, God will provide that for us. The author of Deuteronomy says, says this with the same meaning. No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart, so you may obey it. We must, when we want God's words, when we want, desire for God's message, specific messages for us, we must mean it. Not in our concept, but we must truly mean to receive the word of God and to receive the message for us. Not just by lip service, but by our whole existence, we must accept it and hold on to it. The word of God is the same as God's true self, and thus it has a personality. It is a living stuff. If we do not respect that, it will not come to us. But when it comes to us, it will lead us to salvation and eternal life. What if the end time comes? And what if you and I would turn out to be the foolish ones, knocking at the closed door saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. My friends, let us fill our life not with good deeds nor with religious fervors, but with the word of God and the messages specific for us. The word of God will open our eyes 
and will open our life, will eventually lead us to the banquet that is stored for you and I. Amen. I would like to invite priest team.